Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a fifth season that somehow had a higher Rotten Tomatoes rating than Seasons 1 and 2, but don't worry about it. Today, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 10 of Fringe, Grey Matters. My name, is Nick, and jo- <laughs> My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Fuck off, David. <laughs> I am Charlie. I am David. I started chirping you too early. <laughs> I thought you were done already. <laughs> Fuck off, David. <laughs> oh, sorry for interrupting the intro there. Uh, I'm glad that that's how that went there. Oh. <laughs> it's so hard for me in the moment to hold it back. You, you we managed to do it for you. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? My intros are beautiful. Yo, 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 this is David, your boy. <laughs> Excuse you, it's your boy. Uh, Audience, if you like my intros, please let me know. Audience, Audience if, you... if you hate the intros, say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, tell them that. Either one of those. Don't give, the, don't give them the option to not interact with us. We need interactions. Do we, David? Do we? Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, this is what episode uh, well, thirty of yeah, the podcast episode 30. now, and we've had no sort of interactions with other people. No, we had the one that was. Oh cool. yeah, we had the one, the yeah, Reddit dude. We should probably yeah. post on like the fringe, like the fringe Reddit again. <laughs> yeah, just, just not me. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I, I've been doing it previously, um, hey, anyways. Here's here's a funny one. Um, what do you think has uh, more um, reads slash listens to this podcast or that one paper that I got published? <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm, probably Cause, the podcast. Because I get no, I get I get uh, emails about it once a, once a month uh, saying, "Hey, here's how uh-huh. many uh, here's how many like reads you got this month. Here's how much uh, like here's how many total reads. Here's how many citations you have." What's your total reads? Um, twenty two hundred damn yeah and i've got 21 citations i was people like people are what? bored <laughs> yeah that it is uh yeah yeah i know mendeley says oh no not 2200 it's only 1959 there you go 38 reads oh, okay. last month uh you should have uh, put the link to the podcast in your paper i, I cannot paper. do that um <laughs> i'm second author on that paper i'm not even first author i very much cannot do that <laughs> though honestly enough. honestly if i could link the force after email instead of my like email to that <laughs> so i stopped getting fucking spam i'd be so pleased um please don't <laughs> <laughs> please don't pollute our gmail our empty empty gmail <laughs> it's like it'd be exciting for you you hey, can if you want to fill that gmail conferences if you want to send that gmail a few emails you can follow us on twitch at forsaf we started that's, a twitch that's twitch.tv slash f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f get ready for there to be one stream where we're like hey this was fun that was cool and then never a second one <laughs> no and then just three separate people streaming by themselves occasionally every once in a while we'll do, every once in a while we'll do a discord call and the three of us will be there you know we'll do something like overwatch or something well, no, what game. we do is we each the three of us just each stream a different genre of game all right <laughs> and well, then we I... just schedule be like oh it's david's jrpg night today where <laughs> <laughs> david plays seven hours of a jrpg oh cool nick's just gonna play slay the spire today great for two hours <laughs> is, and then why, be done <laughs> why is that the only game that he's ever played why <laughs> <laughs> well you you can stream risk of rain Ugh. No, roguelikes are my thing now. No, fuck off, Charlie. Roguelikes have always been my thing. We discussed this. You get FPSs. Does which he? Is why do risk I of the he, gets, he, gets, is... he gets platformers, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah you I get platformers. platformers. But I can't do chicken horse by myself. I was like, I was like FPSs go to no salt. Uh, Just do a Super Meat Boy. Oh, God. Beat Super Meat Boy 100% it. You <sighs> won't, coward. Uh, do you mean 100% it? Or I think it's 103%. Or no, sorry, I think. I used to know this. It's like 98% because one of the bandages uh, doesn't count. We well, should two just bandages. do all of the uh, Lego Star Wars games. Uh, honestly, I would be down. Because I have there the Lego go. Harry Potter games, and I have a bunch of old Lego games. Do, is there an online multiplayer for Lego? It um, should be. Well, well okay, but you guys are looking at too what far have, off track. What what have what have been people been up to this week? Genshin um, Impact. <laughs> yeah. David's playing a Chinese knockoff of Breath of the Wild. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's Breath of the to... Waifu. Oh. <laughs> That's a really good way oh. to 
explain it. He's not wrong. It's fun. Um, it was it was really great. I was playing a great game of Among Us with David and some other friends, and then 10 p.m. hit on uh, on Monday, and David said, "All right, time to go. I'm gonna the, the game that I'm skinching is, has uh, officially launched, and I have not heard from him since then until today." I have been playing the game from five until midnight all week. Yeah, I had... since the game launched officially, I have been or I was enjoying the ability to go spend time with people inside my social bubble um when generally whenever i wanted um and then to date this episode uh the bubbles are gone no more bubbles bubbles. pop jinx (laughs) roof it's not a full moon today full moons on halloween this month yeah yeah it's a full moon and it's also uh daylight savings day and it's a and it's a saturday you get the extra hour you get the extra hour at two a.m. Yeah, yeah, which would which would have been perfect if it was go out to a bar. Of, a bar yeah. like you get a second. You get a second. Because that means cutoff is an hour later. <laughs> hey, you. Well, no, because bars. If it was a normal holiday, yes. Because bars now shut down. At... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because of COVID, yeah. they ruined what would have been the greatest Halloween ever. <laughs> well, no, not ever, but of our like of our lives, most likely the greatest <laughs> Halloween ever. All right. Whatever you say. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been up to too much. I filmed another lab for my lab for my uh, course this this past Post week. It. it was great. No, Post it publicly, Kevin. No, I'm really, like, I, I really don't think I'm allowed to do that. Uh, <laughs> it is currently privated on my YouTube uh, channel, which is great. Um, because technically, I think it's supposed to only be for this course. And don't worry, you guys definitely shouldn't have seen it. Uh, In audience enroll into our university's engineering program and then Then make your way into third year engineering and then hope that i haven't graduated (laughs) which would be really sad because next year i should have been you're you're thinking that they're not going to reuse this videos for the rest of time so it's important to note that the only thing that they have so far are YouTube links. I could take these videos down and they do not have them anymore. I guarantee they're going to ask you for the videos at the end of the uh, semester just to keep. Yep. But and are you we'll allowed to take them down? Um, yeah, they're on my personal YouTube channel. Hmm. I guess they didn't really offer him a hosting like solution. Yep, so they didn't, they didn't not really. Hosting thing. I, they're on my personal YouTube channel. Um, technically, I can't wait for like next week, Thursday, when I'm going to grab like for no goddamn reason like 25 subs on my youtube channel uh you put ads on it it's really funny because the, the most recent ones just like 10 minutes and 30 seconds like it's like beautiful beautiful for ads uh, you should monetize them i'm not allowed to i don't have enough subscribers on my youtube <laughs> channel i have one hey if you announced your youtube channel to our podcast audience you would increase that subscriber count by like zero i know it'd be great <laughs> One plus zero still equals one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, so I have upsetting. found a better Halloween within our lifetime. What is the better Halloween in our lifetime? Halloween of 2000. Soyuz TM-31 launches carrying the first resident crew to the ISS. But was it a full moon and daylight savings day? <laughs> <laughs> no, Listen. but we've continuously had people not on planet Earth since that moment. That doesn't affect my ability to drink for an hour longer. <laughs> and to have a full moon. Therefore, to... it is worse. <laughs> and to have a full moon for Spooktober. But to no. have a full moon for jinxes. Um, oh, God. 2011, the global population reaches 7 billion, which means there's more people to make that booze for you. I mean, <laughs> that's scary because global warming and <laughs> the inevitable Ooh. death of the planet yeah, is the accelerating. Rest, the rest of so these, that fits Halloween. The rest of these are very sad, where it's like the dude drove the, drove the truck into a crowd of people in New York uh, oh. three years ago. Uh, a flight was bombed in 2015 like some real messed up shit oh boy and then it's just hey population hit 7 billion hey um guess what the tv guide keep it it light keep it light jesus so so guys let's move on to the tv guide for this episode um the tv guide reads nothing (laughs) you could that's always an option it really is the tv guide reads during the investigation of strange circumstances surrounding brain surgeries at a mental hospital olivia finds a reason to believe the leader of the shapeshifters may have something to do with it leonard nimoy guest stars as william bell Ooh, wow i feel in like 90, that in 94 an american airline <laughs> charlie, charlie why charlie stop 
Charlie, Charlie, why? I feel like the last line of the TV guide always makes it seem like Nimoy has a bigger role. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. It's like, oh, he's guest stars. And we're like, no, he's just there at the end. He's, he's there right at the end. So, hey, um, spoiler to those who, for some reason, haven't watched this episode, but are now going to listen to us, like, way overanalyze every single scene of it. Um, and want to have it analyzed in order so they don't get spoiled. <laughs> mostly in order. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, Leonard Nimoy's, like, not really in this episode. Um, but, hey. He's um, there at the end. He, he's good clickbait. Um, that's the best I is- got. Would it be clickbait back then? Because this is follow, a TV guide. If you follow the show, yeah. yeah. Are you talking about the definition of the term? Technically, the definition of clickbait. Um, I call my remote the clicker. So, yes. You're go. the worst. Well, I guess click does say remotes are called clickers. The fact that that movie exists. Boom. Well, it, it comes from the fact that your remote used to be like physical switches that would go click when you press them. Oh. We should make remotes like that again. Um, like mechanical feedback keyboards. Mechanical keyboard various... switches. <laughs> All right. Just have haptic blues on your is remote. Very, uh, is very satisfying. All right. All let's right. Uh, let's hop guess... into this episode, though. Yeah, we open up on a dude in a mental institute that's not Walter. Yep. Which is interesting. Um, he's sitting in a room and he's trying to think of a woman in a wet red dress. Um, and... If you don't recognize him, I don't blame you, because he was on screen for, like, two seconds several episodes ago. That one time. But it's supposed to be the shapeshifter's, like, leader. He's the one who they got the frozen head of and then attached it to the body in that cool The Thing homage. In uh, Momentum Deferred was the episode. Was it actually? Oh, my God. Yep. So long ago. That was episode four of the season. Hey, here we are on episode ten. Anyway, he... His name, I think they, his name is Thomas Newton for purposes of the episode. Um, he's asking him some questions and he's very polite about the whole thing. And uh, then they kind of show that they're doing some some brain surgery on the man. Yeah, just some like nice, casual, um, local anesthetic brain surgery on the guy so he can be awake while it's happening. Poking around and just a little think noodle. Yep, think noodles. Uh, my favorite way to yeah. describe the brain. Um, and yeah, they uh, eventually decide, hey, we're just going to take this little part of your brain out. Um, don't worry about it. And put it in the spooky jar. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to slice a piece of your think noodle off and put it in the spooky jar. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's kind of like, eh, eh just, just stand, like, sitting there, uh, not really thinking very much anymore. Um, but hey, um, looks like the security has finally realized that there's some weirdness going on in this, in this, uh, mental hospital. Um, and a security guard starts walking by, um, but our secondary dude, um, just walks out, shoots the guy, um, and walks back in and is like, hey, time to go. Uh, (laughs) you got like three minutes, like get the fuck out of here. Yep. Uh, and, and they do get the fuck out of there, but they don't have enough time to like, put his head back in yeah the the dude is like oh i'm really sorry about leaving you in this state and i thought this was just like oh he's just gonna be brain dead or something and there's an orderly or nurse who walks in and just looks terrified and she's like uh mr slater and the dude turns around and we see why she's terrified because the back of his skull is open still (laughs) yeah and his brain is clearly visible and it's just like help me and i'm like that would i feel like there should be more blood there should be a there lot more of a lot of a things. lot of blood <laughs> i know but i feel like there should be more <laughs> yeah i don't understand how that dude's alive that's I guess the real question weird alternate I mean, universe no. technology shit no no i mean like actual open brain like conscious open brain surgery is possible and is done yeah, um, but, but, but not... I feel like that's done in a sterile environment. Yes, the most important part of that is how sterile the environment has to be. Yeah, um, you, you know the like, whole blood-brain barrier and how your brain is like incredibly sensitive to so many things, and our body literally just, protects it. This dude's just in a room with <laughs> a his brain open to the world. A fruit fly lands and gives him a hemorrhage. Yeah, like things like that can happen. Um, but yeah, no, it's fine. Um, his. His, his brain's just hanging out, and don't worry, they're gonna uh, find that piece of bone that's missing and sew it all back up. Yeah, because where's the bone? Where yep. did they get 
I'm the sure it's just gone. like sitting on the table next to it. Uh, Could you imagine if they got like back in the the shapeshifters got back in the van and one guy's like, "What am? Oh, I'm holding his skull." <laughs> like, ah, mm. shit. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Well, oh no, well. Um, all he'd do is just you know like eat it or something. Like that's what the shapeshifter would do. Uh, <laughs> honest, honestly, maybe. <laughs> I'd be like, man, I wish I, had, I wish I had one of these. Um, this is better than milk. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, and then the FBI, the, our opening credits end. No horror scream, but it's still a pretty good cold open. Just oh, a yeah. dude staring like, help me, and his <laughs> brain's out. Um, you, you get to make your own and, horror scream for this episode. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the Fringe team shows up. Being like, there is a super weird surgery that happened. There's a break-in and all this shit. And they pull up to the gate. And Olivia's like, hi, I'm Olivia Dunham, FBI. These two are consultants. Walter's in the backseat. And the guards, like, goes to the backseat and looks at Walter and goes, you're with the FBI? And he's like, yes, and I'm very sane. <laughs> Walter really I'm doesn't want to go back. incredibly <laughs> sane. That's- As always, every day. <laughs> Walter looking a little bit suspicious here, but it's fine. Uh, Just a um, wee bit. And they're talking to uh, the administrator of the hospital, who's like, yeah, this was super weird, because he's exhibited every single symptom of schizophrenia that you would see. He's been here for 14 years. And then the surgery happened, and now he's, like, not crazy. Yep. And And apparently the surgery did something and made him sane now. And Walter's like, I would like to meet him. And they're like, but he's, what do you? What well, do you that's mean? where we're going. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I need to see interview tapes. I don't care about him now that he's normal. I want to see when he was crazy. I want to see what this crazy man used to look like. <laughs> um, I do like Peter's line here, which is like, so, 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 so bad. So some people broke in and drove him sane. <laughs> <laughs> the writing in this episode is really good. <laughs> Yeah, um, there, are some, good, there are some good lines. Zach Stentz and Ashley Miller. Oh. Now, is that an Ashley as in a woman or Ashley as in a man with it is Ashley as in a man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2009 sci-fi writing room. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zach wrote Momentum Deferred, Grey Matters, Jacksonville and Northwest Passage. And Ashley Edward Miller wrote Momentum Deferred, Grey Matters, Jacksonville, and Northwest Passage. Interesting. Um, So Momentum Deferred was good. Uh, We'll see how the rest of those are, right? I'm pretty sure Jacksonville is also good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. But hey, we'll get there eventually. Coming up shortly. (laughs) Oh my god, he also wrote for Andromeda. Which is a... I like that show. (laughs) You found a good writer, is what I'm hearing. Whoa, Uh, Zach Stentz wrote Thor. Oh, nice. Which Thor, though? Uh, um, oh, the his, first Thor? His writing credits are Thor, Terminator the Saracana Chronicles, X-Men First Class, Andromeda, The Twilight Zone, Agent Cody Pinks, and Top Gun 2. Amazing. Huh. These guys seem like a write, writing part. Yeah? That's cool. You get Go writing duos. They're Agent Cody talented. Banks, really. I remember that film. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was with that Hilary was... Duff. <laughs> it was with Hilary Duff. Uh... It was a film. <laughs> All right, that, back to the did constitute here. the necessary things to to meet the requirements <laughs> of being a film. So, so back uh, to our episode here. They they're investigating in the hospital. They um, get a good look at um, some interview tapes, and oh boy, a guy does not look uh, very okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> violently trying to remember the girl in the red dress, and everyone's like, "She's not real." Like a black man lived across from you. <laughs> I feel like you're not supposed to, like, argue with schizophrenics about their hallucinations, well, no, you're, right? you're supposed to break the delusion. Oh, are you? I thought that was you weren't supposed to. I mean, this is also a different time, but I feel like sometimes yes. it's supposed to be... You're not supposed to feed the delusion. Yeah, I can I can see both sides of... I'm not... Uh, I didn't study psychology. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't take any of... We are not professionals in most things we are i as, fix people i fix computer we are i can't like, even I'll, fix computer well <laughs> i can i can sometimes fix computer but that wasn't even what my degree is in uh but also i don't think either of you guys would trust me with fixing computers uh, no, no. <laughs> they get fixed not even a little bit they get fixed though 
Hey, didn't you used to run a garden hose through a computer as a water cooling source? That was a really good time. That wasn't on my computer. That was just an experiment. It was a really fun time. 20 out of 10. <laughs> Proof of concept. Um, hey, man, all I'm going to say is we got a 3570K up to 5 gigahertz. It was great. Uh. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah, dude's super violent. And then when they cut back to him, he's like very apologetic and very like, I don't even remember what happened. They were very polite to me. I'm so sorry for all the trouble I've caused. Yep. He's very sane all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. very calm. But and the he situation. starts. He starts remembering. Like he's like, oh shoot. Um, I think my wife used to come and visit me like every two weeks. Um, and I wasn't really that nice to her. And all the all the nurses are like, I'm sure it'll be fine now. <laughs> and then Walter's You're suddenly sane. Walter's like, oh, all those years I was in the institution, I didn't have a single visitor. And he doesn't say it as, like, a pity thing. Like, you can tell it's not a pity thing, but also... He, he just kind of says it as, like, a matter of fact. Like, oh, I remember I didn't have anyone visiting me. Well, he says Neat. just, like, uh, how lucky to have visitors or something is what he says. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Peter's, Peter's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, Peter's very apologetic and like, well, it's okay now, Walter. <laughs> you were kind of a shitty dad for a while there. <laughs> oh, yeah. this guy was in Scandal. That's where I recognize him from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's no. been in a couple of things. Yeah, he's very recognizable. More than one Joss Whedon production, I want to say. Uh, but yeah, uh, they start reviewing the like security footage, um, and Peter knows an awful lot about locks, is what we learn. Also, this mental hospital has some like awfully good locks. Um, I would hope so, because <laughs> some people are going to be committed there against their will. I, I don't know if you need, like, state-of-the-art locks on the, their doors, but also I don't run a mental hospital, I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like if the dude was that, like, out of it, uh, I don't think he's going to break through, like, a medium-level lock, right? Yeah, yeah but it's like, not uh, It's not just for him, it's for everyone in the hospital. Fair, that's right, to get but out. I think if the level of people in the hospital are similar to him, like, I don't know if they have, like lower level people I mean, in that hospital was my thought i mean in the one thing he seems pretty tame but in the one interview tape he's also screaming at people yeah yes but i don't think he, he's caused like he's there enough to try and like get a block open mm -hmm. is what i'm saying um but yeah no uh they reviewed the security tape and we're talking way too much about the lock and way not enough about the actual important thing that happened here oh um, yeah uh minecraft steve being announced for smash bros <laughs> oh god no <laughs> I've been waiting to bring it up. Oh no! We'll bring it up. We'll bring that up later. Yep, that's that's a later thing. <laughs> I promise we'll have a discussion about this. Uh, anyway, Olivia's like, I've been staring at all the heads from the last in Henning's cryonics robbery, and uh, I recognize the head. That must be the shapeshifter leader. Yep. And Peter's like, Well, heads don't just get up and walk on their own. At which point, I want to be like, Yeah, no shit, Peter. He has a body. <laughs> It's just a, this was another nice moment of Olivia showing off her perfect facial recall, which gets, which gets brought up every once in a while, so. Yep. I do really like how also, like, the little, like, head thing here, um, that you've got ev evidence number at the top, but they're all just, like, four-digit, like, pins, and I'm like, oh, cool, it's like they got the names, the pin codes, and then what sex they are. Also, everyone's male. Um, <laughs> like, actually, everyone is male from that facility, which is, like, kind of not okay, I thought. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe they just divide them up based on gender. Maybe? I I couldn't imagine why. <laughs> Is there a weight difference between the average male's head and the average female's head? Oh no, David, we're I not would... getting into that. We're just we're going to stay far away from that. Uh, Wait, why why? I would it's have just... to assume so. I just, that's that's just physiology. <laughs> I just don't There's want to get into it right now. It just <laughs> males it just in weird. general will weigh more than females because yeah. of muscle mass. So is yes. a man's head weigh more than a female's head? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Nick, you always bring, make things so bad. I do. Like, I do. You always bring them to the worst possible idea in your head. Yep. Because someday I'm, uh, honestly, the real reason for that is because a lot of the times, um, I haven't done it this much recently, but a lot of the times I'll say something that is just like, will come out completely as an innuendo, and I really don't mean it that way. 
Um, so I've had to like temper my thoughts in a lot of ways. Uh, the <laughs> average human head circumference is estimated to be 57 centimeters in males and 55 centimeters in females. Okay, so there <laughs> might actually be a disparity like in weight between the two. Possibly. On average. That's interesting. It might also depend on if you like count the hair or not. That might make up for a little bit of it. They should shave them, right? They did. They should definitely shave they, them. They 100% should, but they didn't. Uh. <laughs> that makes no sense to have the hair so attached to the button. Okay, again. Oh my god, we're so off track. Yep. Let's <laughs> listen. Um, one of the one of the head, one of the bodies is there. Um, they basically Olivia makes a positive match um, with um, T.J. Newton. <laughs> Um, and hey, we, we've got our suspect for this episode. Hey, Charlie, how do you, how do you feel about this guy versus David, David Robert Jones? Cause he's they, a knockoff David Robert Jones. He, and I he hate feels, everything he about feels him. like season two's David Robert Jones. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, he, I brought this up before he was, he's, he was on a handful of episodes of vampire diaries and I just associate him with like mediocre show needs British villain. <laughs> This dude also has a three name going on. Thomas Jerome <laughs> Newton. Yep. Three exactly. first names. Um, yeah, yeah I wouldn't Olivia's call like, first name. <laughs> Olivia's like, I don't know what he's planning, but I do know one thing. And they're like, what's that one thing? And she's like, I have to stop him. And I was like, oh. oh. Boo. Olivia's giving some real like angst vibes this episode. Olivia's not pleased that the shapeshifters killed her partner still. Uh Oh my god, Olivia, that was six episodes ago. God, Move on. <laughs> You'll be back next episode. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> oh, is next week the episode that was uh, in between? Yep. Yes, because this is the mid-season finale. Ooh. Yes. Um, they took a break, and then we'll get to next episode when we get to it, because it's weird. Yes. All right, so what happens next? Um, uh, They're talking to Broyles, I think, at this point. And he's like, what do you know about Newton? Olivia's like, it was a name at the cryo facility, but other than that, nothing. Um, I also don't know if this is ever brought up. Nick, do you know? How does the head get there? How does the head get where? How does the head get to the facility? I don't cryonics? know. Okay. I have no idea. Maybe it just I... like, got like thrown there. <laughs> <laughs> they opened up a door <laughs> and it, only his head made it through and they're like, shit. Well, I, I really put like, a note that said send to the cryonics facility. I really like the idea of them just like dropping a head off at like the front of a cryonics facility and the cryonics facility going, meh, I guess it's one of the deliveries. Looks it's like, yep, nope, there's a payment for this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just brings the head in. Um, but yeah, no. Oh, sorry. This is, this is the discussion where it's, she's like, uh, William Bell said the man with this symbol on his head would um, open a car door between universes open a door between universes no he says she says car door does God, she not i thought it was just door but it's fine um it might be car door i don't know it's they changed this analogy so many times i don't like it um and then peter's like um whatever he's doing it's making people sane again which, which is interesting which hey that's good at least um and uh walter's trying to come up with a way to make people not crazy which He's excited about. Yeah. As he tells Astrid back at the lab. Wow, look at that segue. Wow. Uh, so we're <laughs> back wow. to the lab again. And uh, again, yeah, no, they are. Walter has a good hunch uh, about hey, we should check out uh, the doctor who uh, like sent him in here. Because um, that's probably a good place to like start an investigation, yeah. is what, mm -hmm. what actually got him in here. Um, I, think, I think this tone of Walter is probably like my favorite across the whole episode because in in the beginning he's a little bit sassy but he's very goal oriented and driven in this episode and not like oh look i'm crazy as some other episodes make him mm -hmm. um because he's like talking to astrid and he's like munching on a snack or something he's having a pudding cup and he's just like hmm uh check this this and this oh you didn't find anything there well his doctor should have his prescription number should be on whatever medication he's prescribed for him, so you can track him down through that. I was like, Walter knows his shit. Yeah, Walter, Walter, no one is Walter. Um, shit. And hey, they find out that the week that he prescribed, uh, or the week that he got this guy committed, he got two other people committed um, and prescribed them all these medic medications um, to, indefinitely. 
which is um, kind of not okay, I thought. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a Dr. Paris, yeah. and Walter thinks that um, Slater knew something and was driven insane deliberately somehow. Yes. Um, and then I think they pass the information on to Peter and Olivia. And they go to the second hospital. Yeah. Yeah. They're at a different mental hospital because a woman who is being treated for OCD, where she focused on a single number 28, uh, was like, yeah, no, I'm cool now. Yep. Everything's fine. Uh, she's like, I woke up today and, um, like I didn't think of the number 28 for the first time in like 14 years. Hmm. 14 years. What a weird coincidence. Hmm. Same man. Or do I have just a coincidence? Or do I have arithmomania? Spooky. Spooky It's me, it's me oh. God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of the, the important things out of this is the audience <laughs> doesn't get. <laughs> Uh, one of the important things from this is when she was admitted to the mental hospital, uh, it wasn't for OCD. It was for mild depression, which... Postpartum depression? Yeah, like mild yeah. Like Imagine postpartum. Imagine you go God. to someone for like a very like minor psychosis, like, ah, better spend some time in a psych ward. It'll probably help well, you out. I mean, I mean, some postpartum depression is crazy bad oh yeah no. yeah but, um, it, but like, they talk about it, it later but... and it doesn't like they even peter says like hey it didn't seem that bad yes maybe it was just supposed to be for like a couple nights where it was we'll get you some supervision yeah i can see that yeah um and then she started showing signs for ocd um mm-hmm. but peter's like hey can i look at your your old think noodle container <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm sorry, think your, think, noodle. your think noodle shell? Yep, the think noodle shell. I'm sorry shell. that I, I said that wrong. Yes. And uh, Peter finds a scar, but it, there's no sutures in it. It's fairly fresh. And he's like, from a surgical laser. And I was like, surgical laser's a thing? Yeah. Like, back um, then? Yeah. Probably, okay. but probably not to the extent that they had, is what I'll say. Yeah. Not, and to, uh, not to, well, not to, like, other universe level, but definitely we had surgical lasers back then already. Um, but hey, we get a quick cutaway from that back to um, wherever the our, our villains are um, with three containers all containing a little bit of something from each of those people's brains um, and mentioning that the samples aren't going to be good for much longer. Um, so, hey, we got to do whatever we're doing fast. We've only got like five or six hours depending on this nutrient solution. So they're on a they're on a ticking clock and they're they're going to do things. We just don't know what. <laughs> Hop back um, in, hop, hop back over to the lab, um, and start looking a little bit more at like all the all the files and things. Peter and Olivia are talking about it on the way back. Um, yeah, and this is where we get that comment that you're talking about, David, of this this doctor prescribing, um, oh yeah, essentially the the equivalent of a psychological cough um, that then turned into these horrible horrible uh, mental illnesses for these patients. Yeah. After they all went to this, men- after they all went to these mental institutions and started taking these meds, which you hear that and you're like, hmm, these meds are probably not super okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. They also look up the last patient, Stuart Gordon, and um, he also had schizophrenia. He thought he was a character from the movie Casablanca, and uh, Peter makes like a quick joke about it. And Olivia's like all angsty, thinking that she's in a teen movie. <laughs> um, and Peter's like, "Oh God, what the fuck is it this time?" And she's like, "Oh, I've always been able to understand like what motivates people, but I don't understand what motivates Newton, and I don't know how to fight him if I don't understand him." And Peter's like, "Calm the fuck down. There's other people." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, ni- nicer than that. But he's like, "This isn't just you. Like, this is." He says it in such a weird way. He's like, I don't know if that's what Belle told you or if that's just your personality. I'm like, you've known her for a while now. You should know if that's her personality. Yeah. You, um, but hey, we get Walter continuing to be amazing uh, in this episode. And he figures out um, what the missing link is um, that's in between all these patients. Well, um, he doesn't even figure it out right now because he's just complaining. He's like, oh, I don't know what's up with this doctor. It must have been a hack because I'm looking at his prescriptions. And why would he prescribe them or this? There's no reason to unless uh, the dude had a uh, organ transplant. So I want to know about his organ transplant. And Azra's just kind of like, 
Um, what? Sorry? He's like, this is medication. This is anti-rejection medication. There's literally no other purpose in the world to take it unless he's had an organ transplant. Unless Paris is a quack. Or he's a genius. Well, no. And then they show um, they show some of these scans of these patients. And hey, look at that. There's some foreign material in their brains. Well, yeah, but he says he's a genius first. Like, yes. We see yeah. it after Walter goes, or oh, he's a genius <laughs> and looks towards camera. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then once Olivia and Peter get there, he's like freaking out. He's like, I know how he did it. He's like, I've been trying. I fucked around with trying to preserve brain matter. It doesn't go well because it needs electrical stimulation. But what if you hid brain matter in brains? Wow. (laughs) So turns out the brain surgery was to take other people, like brain tissue from another person, out of all these people's brains. (laughs) And so the brain tissue in them, they couldn't handle the signals that that piece of tissue was like interpreting. And it sent Mm -hmm. them crazy. Which I don't entirely understand that. But hey, fringe science. Um, That's why we're here. close to like... It's that magical blurred line where you're like, yeah, I could buy that. In another universe, maybe. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) In a world where you can do non-clean open brain surgery. Who knows? Maybe brains are a lot more resilient in the fringe universe. I mean, I don't think so. Um, But hey, uh, while while Walter's giving this explanation, Astrid gets a call um, and is talking with someone who was following up on Dr. Paris. Um, and she goes, yeah, no, we didn't have any, um, like records of the guy, which was like really Mm -hmm. strange. So I like talked with some of the other hospitals. Um, we found out that he visited a Walter Bishop several times. Yep. Yep. Uh... And then Peter checks Walter's think noodle shell. And he also finds an old scar there. Yep. But hey, Walter is, uh, understandably freaking out right now. (laughs) Yeah. And this is where John Noble's like, you thought I could act before. Wait till you see this, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then John Noble takes over the episode again. Because we then cut and they're at the hospital and he's doing an MRI and the doctor's like, oh, I see you've done this procedure many times before. <laughs> you've had so and, many MRIs. Yeah. And Walter's like freaking out and Peter. Peter's like it'll be okay and Walter's like these things rip metal out of you and I have the GPS on my neck and it's gonna rip the GPS and Peter's like no it won't because it's silicon you're fine how about we get you some Valium well I like the uh, we both know it's silicon (laughs) yeah and Walter's like "Ooh, I haven't done Valium in a very long time miss I'll have 50 milligrams of Valium she's like that's a lot of Valium she's like that's a very high dose and she's, yeah, she's like, that's a very high dose. And he's like, I have a very high tolerance. See, what I was really expecting, and like, if this was, if this was like rated a higher, like rated higher for a TV show, um, in terms of like, you know, maturity ratings, um, I could have seen Walter being like, yes, but I have some piercings. And that just being the end of that discussion with the metal and Peter being like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Peter would know if he had piercings by now. Yeah, the fair. man dances around naked in the mornings. We know that, this. That's jumping fair. jacks in the morning naked. Yep. Yeah, no, that tracks. He would he would have seen piercings by now. <laughs> Olivia Olivia comes over early and just <laughs> Peter, what is that tinging sound? <laughs> uh, oh, Walter's doing naked push-ups again. Oh no. <laughs> the click tells you that you did them right. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, we all know Walter's not a coward. Um, <laughs> Walter definitely has Prince Albert. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh. canon now. Oh, no, it isn't. It just don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyways, uh, Walter gets his shit ton of drugs. And so many drugs. <laughs> goes into his MRI, and um, Olivia is comes over, sees Peter, and she's like, I thought you'd be with Walter, and he's like, well, he's on drugs right now, so it's he'll fine. be fine. Um, I should have him with, with him. It's, yeah, it's I fine. left him with Astrid, and um, Peter is like, I feel bad for not visiting him while he was in the asylum or the mental institution. And Olivia's like, not to be mean, but your dad was a dick before he went in. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out going crazy made him better. He seems yep. like a much better father now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, besides, you're making up for it now. It's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Um, Uh, and the doctor calls them in to look over the results and 
Um, they look at it, and Walter had three incisions on his left temporal lobe all the way into the brain tissue. Hippocampus, even. Uh. <laughs> Nick gets the joke I just avoided. David does not. Um, and they they find out that he had brain tissue removed, not added. And Walter, or sorry, Peter lays over all the other, um, I guess, victims, MRI scans. All the other former crazies, MRI scans. And they all had pieces of Walter's brain put into their heads. In the spots mm-hmm. where they were taken out of Walter's brain. Because they are looking at the MRIs and they can line them all up, which is impressive. Because, you know, that makes sense. Yep, that's how surgery works. Um, yep. But hey, yep, yep, um, yep. we're back um, at Walter's new house. Um, <laughs> Real convenient that their heads were all the exact same size. Yes. <laughs> um, we were wrong. Men and women have the same, the exact same sized head. Uh, and they're all Walter brains. We were wrong. Uh, Everyone has the exact same size head. Everyone is the same. We are clones. Same eyes, same nose, everything. Exactly. Um, yeah. But hey, uh, what we what we get here is we're back at we're back at the at the the bishop residence. Um, Walter's not doing super well, um, or really well. One of the two. Um, Turns out he did have too much Valium. Yeah, and Astrid makes the smart call and is like, hey, we should go to the hospital and, you know, make sure you're okay. And Walter's Get like, you an nah. overdose kit. <laughs> nah, it's fine. He's like, I want to listen to music, but I might throw up in your car. And Astrid's <laughs> like, how about you stay here? I go get it. <laughs> I'll go get the um, this, this, this music for you from the lab. Yeah. Um, um, and she leaves Walter there. Yeah. And then back at the hospital, they're like, okay, so they have Walter's brain material. What next? And Peter's like, well, you'd need something that would be able to interpret those brain signals. Shit, they need Walter. All right. Yes. He's currently drugged up and vulnerable. (laughs) Drugged up, vulnerable, and by himself. Um, Well, he thinks they're with Astrid, but they quickly call Astrid and it's just like, hey, uh, Walter's in danger. And Astrid's like, oh, shit, I just left him alone. Oops. (laughs) Um, this seems to be a repeating trend. And hey, Walter gets a knock on the door, and he's like, "All right, I guess Astrid that was faster." But also, he's on Valium; he doesn't have any sense of time. <laughs> well, wow, uh, Astrid, that was faster. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, Astro, that was faster. Um, <laughs> Asterisk, that was faster. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he. I really love how Walter gets Astrid's name right every time that she's not around. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nope. Uh, it is not Astrid at the door. It is Spooky TJ, as I like to consider him here. No, Thomas Jerome Newton. Give him the proper respect. Spooky TJ. No. <laughs> this man deserves no respect. He's uh, not yeah. David Robert Jones. <laughs> no, he's Thomas Jerome Newton. TJN. TJN is like. Uh, well, no, he's, he's TJ Newton, just like how David Robert Jones was Dr. Jones. No, David Robert Jones was David Robert Jones. Dr. Jones. Yeah. They did always call him David Robert Jones. They as well. did, unless unless you're Boyles, in which case it's Jones. 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 <laughs> Jones. Best scene of that episode. You know what would have made it way better though? What? Ah, Jones. I see you found our secret FBI base. <laughs> Jones. I see you found the FBI hitters. <laughs> It took us 10 years and 30,000 men to this place. Boys, grab him. He can't leave. Um, And you found it in three weeks. On a complete tangent, do you think Thomas Jerome Newton supports gay marriage? Uh Uh-oh. Why? Because gay matters. (sighs) All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. I've been Charlie. He's been David. He's been Nick. Hey. Shame there won't be any more episodes. Wow, it's it's a shame that David's gonna have to do the second half of this episode by himself. Wait, I'm done. I couldn't think of a way to get it in the episode naturally, so I just decided to do it the most unnatural way possible. So I've learned of a great thing. Right now, I've got myself muted in the call, but I can say things here. They still make it in the episode. So fuck you, David. And my will to finish this gone like that. David, that was terrible. (laughs) I fucking hate you so much. (sighs) 
we haven't done it in so long. I wanted to bring it back. And then I saw <sighs> the episode title. And it's like, oh no, this is going to be tough. <sighs> Peter and Olivia show up at Astrid's apartment. It's not Astrid. It's at the Bishop residence. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's their house. Oh, I thought it was Astrid's apartment. That's why Astrid has to go to the... I think she's going to the lab to get the disc. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and they find Walter's gone. And Peter's like, oh, man, how convenient. It was brought up last episode and earlier this episode. Walter's got a GPS in, in his neck. Yep. Let's go find and, him. Yeah. Um, and as they start to go find Walter, we cut to Walter being hooked up with some sort of headgear and Newton standing before him. And the guy's like, this is a mild sedative. It'll help you call down. And Walter's like, I've had a lot of fucking Valium. The dude's (laughs) like, this should be awesome, though. (laughs) Oh, man, you're in for a trip. (laughs) (laughs) You'll enjoy this. (laughs) This is like like, super Valium. Check, like, if he's on anything else. (laughs) Listen, they're not actual doctors. (laughs) (laughs) They need him alive for like 10 minutes. (laughs) They just Uh, need to answer some questions. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, sorry. Uh, Wiki guy is back for a little bit. Um, Olivia drives while Peter uses the tracking device and gives directions. Royals calls her to tell her uh, that he found funding and found a tactical squad to send to her location. Yep. I added that bit in case you couldn't tell. That's not actually the entry, unfortunately. (laughs) Meanwhile, Newton continues briefing Walter on the brain science at hand. Dot, dot, dot. Removing tissue is damaging and locating old connections. Hyphen. Very tricky. (laughs) oh god uh, yep it's it's a really good time uh but hey they yeah they can't find the walter um they they yeah. were smart enough to actually take out the tracking chip which the only reason i could think that they would have been like yeah no he's got a tracking chip is if walter bragged about it um yeah which god damn it or walter where <laughs> they saw the scar and went oh he must have a tracking chip or i guess you would just check for outgoing gps signal yeah i guess it's strange um, and then I feel like this scene was only... I feel like Joshua Jackson went up to the writers and directors and was like, I want to kick something really hard. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, okay, Josh, we'll figure something out. Because they find the tracking device in the public bathroom. And when they yep. find it and like there's no one here and they took the chip out, he just kind of turns around and really hard kicks a bathroom stall door fucking kicks in that door like Um, he tried to break it yeah it was uh, it was a good kick Uh, i also enjoy how the tracking device just was existed for all of one episode before the writers went yeah we can't know (laughs) this is bad let's get rid of it right now (laughs) that uh gets rid of way too many plot points that we can have yeah Yeah. can't have walter running off anymore yeah um, and so Newton is showing Walter a series of images and he's like, there's no right or wrong answer. Just tell me what the first thing that comes to mind is. Um, oddly enough, they're not doing Rorschach blot tests, which is unfortunate. Uh, um, but yeah, we get benzene to start. <laughs> yeah. And Walter's like, oh, that's my first semester of organic chem. And then it's like a young Peter, which reminds him of Peter. Chocolate. A glass of orange juice, which reminds him of Peter. Then a dish of custard, which reminds him of Peter. And then a coffin, which reminds him of Peter. Peter. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. What could that possibly mean? No idea. <laughs> but John Noble acts the fuck out of the scene because for like the first four, he's like, oh, Peter. And he's all happy. And then the coffin shows up and he like turns into a weeping mess in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. And I'm like, oh, act. it's incredible. <laughs> so refreshing. We watch so many shit movies like voluntarily, but it's nice to see people act. Yep, it is really good. Um, but hey, they uh, cut back to oh, um, no, sorry Royals. before before okay. we cut back. Yes, um, the shape shifting assistant is like, oh, uh, this isn't working. Like we're not getting the signals we need. And Noon's like, right, we need the right stimulant. He needs sensory based. He needs something smells or sounds. Yep. And then we go back to the lab. Yep. So now we're back in the lab. Um and this time while Broyles and Olivia are doing their best to like actually figure things out based off of like casework, Peter just knows where the where it is, where they should go. Yes, because he pieces together all the mental patients um were exhibiting different symptoms the one woman was obsessed with the number 28 the other guy thought he was sydney green street from casablanca and the first guy we saw was obsessed with a woman in the red dress and peter goes 
Sydney was a little girl in a red dress that lived um, at 2828 Green Street, where I grew up in Cambridge. Because they were Walter's brain pieces, they were Walter's thoughts. Walter's so, memories, Walter's yeah. obsessions, essentially. Which doesn't sound great. Well, uh, <laughs> let's not question yep. why he was obsessed with the girl who lived across the street. <laughs> yep. Uh, moving uh, on to that. Uh. So it turns out the old the old bishop house, which I think we've only seen up to this point. Uh, I don't think um, we've seen the old bishop house yet. Because um, we've only seen the cottage. We've seen... No, we, we saw, saw the old bishop because he hid the electric, like, re- mind the... reading device, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think he did hide something here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's apparently where Walter first had the idea uh, to open a door to another universe, which is interesting. I mean, maybe it was in the shower. All the no. best ideas are in the shower. I, I don't like where that's leading with the other thoughts that we had. Um, <laughs> Listen, you're the only one who brought it there, Nick. <laughs> no one was thinking that. You sure about that? Yes. I absolutely can, can sure. This. I can confirm I was not thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I'd hate to see what the podcast of just Nick would be. <laughs> oh, man. Be That'd be weird. Be terrible. Um, You'd have to cut half of it. Hey, guys, come come check us out. Forsap on, on Twitch. Or sometimes <laughs> Twitch it'll just be TV slash Forsap. Or sometimes it'll just be me streaming, maybe. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to get our Twitch account banned. <laughs> um, anyhow, we're back with Walter and Newton, and Newton's doing, like, oh, remember, like, being in this house and everything. And Walter's like, oh, yeah, the leaves were falling. Um, and Newton's like, oh yeah, this house exists on both sides, but the trees died long ago from blight. And I'm like, what is this, Interstellar, before Interstellar came out? Yes. So there's little lore piece about the other side is they don't have trees anymore. Yeah. That's all we get to know. And then uh, the procedure works and his old brain pieces connect with his um, think noodle. Yep. They and do the brain noodle think. We get a very different Walter for a moment. Sorry, um, I kept saying brain pieces. That's wrong. Those are think raviolis. Ooh. Uh, don't make me make another bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like old Walter comes out and he is angry as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he immediately just goes, who are you? Where's my wife? Where's my son? <laughs> You've given me drugs. I'm drugged. <laughs> fools you should have drugged me harder <laughs> i fully expected him to go like that wasn't nearly enough <laughs> i was really hoping he would rip out of the chair and start busting heads <laughs> just beating the shit out of them <laughs> we, we learned that this is walter's hulk it's just those three brain pieces are walter hulk <laughs> uh, but newton says i know why you built the door i know what you lost you don't want to lose it again i want to know about the door and some more little teasing about, even though you've probably guessed what it is by now, but... Don't say yeah. it, just in case. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Olivia and Peter show up at the old Bishop house, um, who are spotted by... I think he's the shapeshifter that's eating the pear in the well, yes. in like the first episode. I think it's Pear yeah. Man. Yeah, they call him Smith, but like I don't fucking care. But your name's Pear Man. Yeah, you're Pear Man. Pear Man. Let's edit the wiki. He's now Pear Man. <laughs> He's Repair Man. Repair Man. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Um. Yeah, and then everyone kind of gets the fuck out of there. Newton injects Peter with one last thing. And... Walter injects Walter. Yeah, sorry, injects Walter. Peter opens the door and tries to like wake Walter up, and Olivia. Uh, finds the homeowners and they're like they're like oh with the fbi and they're like they just ran out the back <laughs> kudos to this old old man who like um, olivia removes one of his arm bandages and then removes his gag and she's like they're off the back and he immediately starts unhooking himself my first thought watching this was oh shit the shapeshifters killed those old people and took oh their and shapeshifted forms. yeah because that's thousand iq but no, they didn't. They're just in the van, and then they're driving away. And Olivia shows that she's really fucking good at her job because from Cause, like a couple hundred feet, I'm sure it's a headshot on a on a, yeah. on a driver of the moving truck through a window. And we know it's a headshot because again, zombie rules. Shapeshifters only shapeshifters only die if you shoot them in the head. Yeah, 
And then the other guy like busts out of the back of the van and pulls out guns and Olivia just shoots him in the straight straight through his thing noodle shell. The dude was partway through like a cool like a Keanu Reeves double <laughs> flourish of a gun and just bang in the head, drop dead. Yeah. Dunham doesn't have time for your shit. <laughs> Dunham doesn't have time you. for a cool gunfight. Yeah. Uh and then gets Newton out of the back of the van and he's like, Okay, um, you can arrest me, but bishop's gonna die and she's like excuse i gave him a powerful neurotoxin i left the antidotes there and but there are three vials you have four you probably can get there in 40 seconds but you know if you don't go there yourself i won't tell you what the cure is (laughs) and we see um uh walter wakes up and he's like oh my brain matter is dying whatever memories are in there are gonna be gone forever and then he's kind of goes, oh, Peter, my son, hello, and then says it again, and then starts basically, like, having a seizure. So we know Newton's not lying. Yeah, well, just not particularly okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I Peter forget gets, who calls who in this? Uh, Peter calls Olivia. Okay. Asking for help, and she's like, shit, you're not bluffing. And so Olivia um, allows... Three? Yeah. Well, she, like, I hate... What did she say? She says some line before she sprints away but she says something then throws her phone at him and sprints off to walter yeah yep and then uh, um she gets in and she's like tell me the medical ejection combination and he tells her the three mass effect endings <laughs> <laughs> except replace yellow with green i do really like as well how they like show like time ticking by here because they like focus in on the, on the on his watch um, mm-hmm. while they're having this whole thing i just i like that little scene it was good yeah but um, they uh olivia saves walter and unfortunately uh three three first name dude escapes yep despite yeah. the fact that hey they should have been able to track that phone um is newton a first name newton is not a first name 100 i'm sure someone's been named newton as a first name that does I mean, not make Newton a first name. No. yeah but it's not a first name there was the newton wolves from um Kipo. Oh yeah, but all again, life that's started from... with the big bang. <laughs> that's an animated TV show. That, that's, <laughs> that's not, not even their case. names. That's just their group name. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you haven't watched Kipo and the Age of the Wilderbeast on Netflix, it's real good. Yeah. Is it? Hopefully, only... it gets uh, three more seasons, and the last one sucks. There we go. Yeah. I would love to talk about that show. Oh, how many seasons does Voltron have? Oh, I think no. it's six, unfortunately. How many That's seasons of Neon Je- Genesis Evangelion are there? No, it doesn't get bad. You just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, the original series only has two cores. Oh, my God. Wiki Guy's back. Um, oh, God. What does Wiki Guy say? Uh, so Broyles takes olivia's debrief as they walk the city streets she concedes that she made an emotional choice choosing her friendship with walter over her responsibility as a federal agent Broyles defends her choice as rational not emotional he believes she did the right thing because walter is key in the war stopping thomas newton would only win this particular battle plus they now have a face and a name for the enemy what they don't have are answers about dr simon paris after returning to the hospital walter settles in for another mri to make sure that all is well in the void between his ears. <laughs> oh, man. All is well in the void between his ears. <laughs> who needs who needs Think Noodle when you can have void? <laughs> uh, Peter says he's sorry for not visiting Walter while he was in St. Clair's. And uh, Walter goes into the MRI, but then kind of something apparently jogs his memory. And he has a memory of him undergoing surgery and they're oh hey there's i'm pretty sure we're just supposed to assume that it's dr paris i think someone might say dr paris everything is ready um but um (laughs) or sorry yeah dr paris is revealed to be william bell never mind uh and walter tells william that he's kind of scared about all this and william's like um it's it's cool but I know you're scared, but the knowledge you have inside your head, a door to the other side is too dangerous, and that I'm going to put your memories in only a place that you can find. Yeah, and yeah, we learned that William Bell's, once again, not been a part of some great things. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. This is not a good look. 
Um, yeah, and that's the episode. Yeah, boom. Our, our bombshell at the end of the episode, because that's what they've been going for the last little while, is William Bell with Simon Paris. Yeah. Uh, the Observer is across the street as the tactical team enters the public restroom attempting to recover Walter when they're following the GPS. And nice. the cipher for this week is Portal. And that one actually makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. All right, David. Because this isn't a filler episode. All, All right, right, David. David. Best segment. Time for also, David to get pissed off. Uh, also bad news. Voltron was eight seasons. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Oh, man, this is the this last one's... season was trash. <laughs> All right, so David, I'm just gonna warn you now. This one's like particularly egregious. This um, one's such shit. What if I just take my headphones off and don't listen? Well, no, no, no. I, you gotta guess. I will first. call you on your actual <laughs> cell phone. I will make sure that you see this, whether you want to. I will to or have not. Nick pick me up and drive to your home. No, that's illegal now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is it? Just... No, you gotta, you gotta give me the guess. Oh god, I don't even remember what last episode was. What was last episode? Snakehead. Snakehead. Uh, Chinese snakehead. market pudding giant. Oh, Chinese marketplace. In. So this episode is about the portals and the brain shit. Was there a picture of a MIR like MRI scan somewhere? No, that no. would make sense. Alright, that's my guess. Alright, so um while we were walking down some of those busy streets in the last episode of China in Chinatown there. Was a man holding a pear? No, it's worse than that. Uh, <laughs> was there a doctor holding a pear somewhere nah, in the back? It's it's worse than that. So one of the signs there uh proclaims that ginseng improves memory. And you know what that does? <laughs> that directly foreshadows what's happening in this episode, because there's memory in this episode. <laughs> I was about to leave the call, but I'm worried that I'll fuck the recording. It probably will. <laughs> like, your thing, like, oh, was an MRI shown at all briefly, would have been a better thing. Yes. Than ginseng and Bruce memory. At which point, I'm fairly certain that this wiki is just making it up as they go along. But I love it, like and I am, I am taking it every time. Um, I do not think these are real. <laughs> I think they existed for season <sighs> one, but no, n- literally none of them for season two. No, has... one of them was good. We, we've talked about this. One of them was actually decent. Um, to sleep for <sighs> chance... Uh, I mean, I guess, but like that could have just been a random luck as well. No, that one was good. None of these feel planned. I'm pretty sure these were actually like thing. Um. Well, then the the fringe team sucks. (laughs) (laughs) They suck, (sighs) and they're the fucking eagles. You know what that means. I won't I repeat it for the listeners, but you know what that means. That's a little harsh, David, don't you think? <laughs> don't you think that's a little that's a little mean? <laughs> Absolutely not. But hey, um, that's the best segment of the episode. Um, David gets mad about some, some little uh, Easter egg that he doesn't actually need to care about. <laughs> I have no fun facts. <laughs> um, do I have fun facts? Um, I don't think I have fun facts. All right, ratings. <laughs> uh, this is a four. This is a fun episode. Yeah, three and a half. I think it's a. I think it's a solid episode. Um, there's not a huge amount that just like wowed me though. Um, like I feel like a four for me is like something. Something about the episode like wowed me. This um, is a four because I really enjoyed the acting in it, and it is the first heavy plot relevant episode in, in a while. So fucking long. I. I'm so, gonna go with three and a half because I don't want I, I want this episode rating to stand alone as just episode and not its place in the season. Okay, so yeah, okay, because that's fair. Yeah, three if, and a half. if we talk about specifically yeah. like yeah, plot relevance, yes, that raises yes. this episode, but <laughs> definitely, yeah, it's a four if we're counting what we had to endure previously. <laughs> yeah, and how long it's been since we've had plot relevance, but, but this but, is an F three and a half episode. But that right? just so, that just feels that just feels like oh man, I'm relieved we had a good episode with plot relevance again. Which yeah. <laughs> I mean, Snakehead wasn't a bad episode. I really liked Snakehead. No, exactly. I liked and how much I hated Snakehead. <laughs> yes. Um, and hey, once again, special effects team continues to be incredible for Fringe. Good on them. Um, yeah. Um, okay, here's fun facts, I guess. Um, so uh, William Bell's secret alias, uh, Dr. Paris, was a reference to Leonard Nimoy's character in the TV series Mission Impossible who was named Dr. Simon Paris. 
That is a fun fact. Uh, furthermore, Thomas Jerome Newton was named after David Bowie's character in The Man Who Fell to Earth. And okay. finally, the second patient was in Dunwich Mental Hospital. Dunwich is a reference to Dunwich, Massachusetts, a fictional town created by H.P. Lovecraft and uh, is nice. the site of some of his um, stories. Actually, many of the names and places from this episode can be associated with uh, Lovecraft. Mm -hmm. Dunwich, J. Slater, S. Gordon, West, and Crampton. Yeah. Nifty. Nice. All right. Um, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Yeah. I believe oh, so. Uh, no. What are your thoughts on Steve from Minecraft being in Smash? I hate oh. it. I hate it so much. It's the worst thing in the goddamn world. Fucking Zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're done now. That's all I want. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't worry, David. That was clickbaits that we could put in our reactions. <laughs> zoom, put that zoom. In the... <laughs> Let's all get in my Mazda. Zoom, zoom. Steve's in Minecraft. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> do you think? Do you think someone at marketing at Mazda was like, "Hey, they're calling people Zoomers"? Do you think we could do that? Remember the old Zoom, zoom, and someone had to be like, Steve. No. No, no, no. Every no. time someone says Zoomer, I say Zoom Zoom, and no one has gotten the reference. Because <laughs> you're saying it at an audible level, David. It's more Sorry, like. Sorry, it should be Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom. Mailbag. Man, uh, that mail. fucking. That dates us. That has to date us. <laughs> We've already dated ourselves. Uh, right? Like, the fact that I'm so angry about Zoomers dates us. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, we but all like, know David's actually a boomer. Uh, <laughs> there's people who, who've never seen a Mazda Zoom Zoom commercial. And I feel so, for. It used what to is, be on the television all the time. That was what their logo was. It was every commercial. It was good. <laughs> okay, who was the kid who was Zoom Zoom? Uh, Charlie, you gotta like give this outro. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm on the outro duty. Talking I'm trying about to get oh. through to it. <laughs> oh, nice. It's David who has to do outro duty. Nice. Also, by the way, um, this was actually episode ten of this of this season. Um, apologies for the start of the episode there. Oh, where I said episode, it was episode nine. nine. <laughs> so David just in case David decides he wants to do a little bit of extra line. work, welcome to season two, episode ten, four seasons and a funeral. There you go, David. Uh, That's not getting edited. <laughs> I know it isn't. <laughs> oh. Um, sorry, real quick before we get to the outro. The kid who used to whisper Zoom Zoom, uh, he's an associate attorney at a law firm in Maryland. Nice. Do you think his coworkers make fun of him? Because <laughs> I would. Um, <laughs> I hope he drives a mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, mailbag. Mailbag's empty. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to uh, Four Seasons and a Funeral. This was uh, Season 2, Episode 10. Uh, so sorry for that mistake at the beginning. Um, so sorry that Nick never mentioned it or apologized for that <laughs> mistake. Amy, you motherfucker. <laughs> if you like this episode, please uh, give us a comment, give us a review or a rating on your podcasting service of choice. Probably one of the big ones, though, would be helpful. So like iTunes or uh, the Google Play Store. Um, otherwise, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, check out our uh, little homepage at Podbean or, you know, tweet us at uh, Forsaf or send us an email at Forsaf at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Forsaf. I don't know. We have a lot of social media now. I don't know Yay. why. <laughs> David just likes to have accounts. We don't have that many followers. so. Uh. But hey, let's just have them before we get them and someone steals them. <laughs> pretty much. No one's going to steal this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.